0: Welcome to the Not Old Better Show. I'm Paul Vogelsang, and this is episode number 445. As part of our Smithsonian Associates Inside Science Earth Optimism Initiative, today's show is another in our series, our third, and with one day away from the big event. The 50th anniversary of Earth Day is this week, starting April 22nd tomorrow. And on that day, as in years past, people from around the world will celebrate the planet Earth. Our guest today, Kat Kutz, Earth Optimism Communications, and Brian Coyle, Behavioral Ecologist and Conservation Producer, both of whom are among the many organizers of the Earth Optimism event. They'll be joining us to tell us more, including some of the optimistic stories of both small and large-scale actions that frame the conversation and demonstrate that success is possible, despite dire warnings to the contrary. The Earth Optimism event is just that, an event of optimism about our planet earth and the 50th anniversary of earth day is just right on time to celebrate because meeting the shock and awe of extreme floods droughts storms and fires from california And the Mississippi to Venice and the Caribbean calls for plans and action, as well as optimism. As the planet faces changes in climate and increased extreme weather events, adaptation is higher than ever before on the global agenda. But we have to start thinking we can do this. Don't doubt. Have faith. And please listen to what Kat Kutz and Brian Coyle have to share with us today. Our in-person interactions will return. But right now, we have the Earth Optimism Digital Summit story to tell you with our guests, Kat Kutz and Brian Coyle via internet phone. Brian Coyle. Behavioral ecologist and conservation producer Cat Kutz, uh, communications for Earth Optimism, were about a day away from Earth Optimism. I know you guys are excited. I'm excited to be talking to you again, Cat, and certainly Brian. It's nice to meet you. But both of you, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Yeah, thanks so much being
0: on. Yeah, yeah, good. Well, good to good to talk to you guys. Um, my gosh. Um, you know, are we there yet, I guess, is one question that I can I can put to you. But we're, we're just about a day away from the Earth Optimism event. So, Kat, how's everything going? Um, what are we going to, you know, kind of experience with Earth Optimism tomorrow? What are, you know, some of the updates that uh, you might have for us the day before? And uh, where could we find everything we need to know about Earth Optimism right now?
2: So you can find everything on our website earthoptimism.si.edu and we will have the live stream available to watch right there on the website. But we also want to make it as easy as possible to tune in so you can also catch the live stream on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and the Smithsonian Magazine website and that's smithsonian.com. A lot of these platforms also allow you to cast your TV which I highly recommend trying out for our first night when we have a six hour long film festival hosted by HHMI's Tangle Bank Studios in Jackson Wild.
0: That is cool. That is really going to be cool. Yeah, I think well, we're going to definitely put links up to where everybody can find out all this information. But yeah, earthoptimism.si.edu. That will lead you everywhere you need to go. So what what kind of format can our audience expect? Do, do we register? And once we register, are all the programs available? This is all free to join and attend, right?
2: Yes, it's all free. And the format will be very much like a TV news broadcast, minus the studio, of course. Mm -hmm. We will be having our interviews and panels join us from home, but the content hasn't changed. It's totally free to watch, and the schedule is up on our website for you to browse and find sessions that pique your interest. We also have deep dive workshops available for Earth optimists that want to get into the nitty gritty of some of these topics. But I'll let Brian tell you a bit more about those.
0: Good. Yeah, Brian, go ahead, please. Brian Coyle.
1: Sure. Yeah, this is Brian. Um, Yeah, so the days on Thursdays and Fridays are going to start off with uh, deep dives, and those are going to include webinars, online panels, and workshops. Like Kat says, these are an opportunity to dive a little bit deeper into certain topics, and um, they'll generally run about an hour. There'll be one actually on Wednesday that goes for three hours, and so these are going to cover many different um, subjects, and they'll be um, really interesting formats. So we have two on Wednesday, five on Thursday, and eight on Friday. And these cover anything from, you know, science diplomacy to highlighting women conservationist skills training. Uh, We have an organization called the Post-Landfill Action Network that's going to be talking about how to achieve a waste-free campus for college students. We are going to be celebrating the um, uh, North American Pollinator Protection Campaign, um, Earth Day Network is hosting a deep dive that's called Enrich Your Lifestyle with a Climate-Conscious Diet, and there'll also be people talking hmm. about dec- how to decarbonize the energy industry through policy and regulation. So, you know, it's just a really wide range of topics. I think there's something for everybody, and so we hope everybody will tune in then. And immediately following that. There is the Bird-Friendly Coffee Show. Mm -hmm. So those will happen for about a half an hour from 1130 to noon. And that's going to be on Thursday and Friday as well. So you can learn a little bit about Bird-Friendly Coffee, which is really a signature legacy program at the Smithsonian. And it protects habitats um, that are uh, traditional agroforestry lands where we grow coffee and um, protects those for for wildlife, particularly migratory birds. And we're also going to hear from a lot of young leaders who will be giving lightning talks, three-minute talks about the work that they've done, the impact they're having, as well as some local teens who are um, involved in a number of sustainability campaigns and trying to shift the culture and really drive a circular economy and other things like that.
0: When we come back, Kat Kutz and Brian Coyle will share why Earth Optimism and Earth Day make this such a powerful digital event. Really interesting. Stay with us. Hey, everyone. Many of you, like me, are staying at home to help stop the spread of the coronavirus. And I know many, too, are using this unexpected gift of time to learn something new. You might think of exploring your inner interest in the planet. And one way, for example, is to get involved with the 2020 Earth Optimism Digital Summit scheduled for the 50th anniversary of Earth Day, April 22nd through the 24th. I'm doing this personally, and I invite you to be optimistic, learn about this wonderful movement titled, of course, Earth Optimism, and check out their website and list of activities, which is changing all the time. So stop by earthoptimism.si.edu. We're going to put all of this in our show notes, but stop by the website and learn about the Earth just in time for Earth Day. The 2020 Earth Optimism Digital Summit kicks off. April 22nd, so I invite you to learn something new about changing the conservation conversation from doom and gloom to optimism and opportunity. You can check out our show notes for more details and stay tuned for more Earth Optimism 2020 information with future guests, but you can go directly, of course, to earthoptimism.si.edu for all of that information and you'll learn all about the event and all of the great activities. Thank you. We're back with Kat Kutz and Brian Coyle for Earth Optimism. Really some great stuff. I'm going to join. I'm going to attend. um, I'm just going to encourage my audience once again. We've done a couple of these shows already to um, get everybody excited. I'll tell you, I am excited about some of the climate science. Uh, material. I think I found the speaker Catherine Hayhoe, I think is uh, is her name. I'm looking forward to that. But I want to ask you guys what what's really piqued your interests in 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 amongst the various speakers.
2: Well, one thing that I'm really excited about is John Paul Rodriguez, who's the chair of the IUCN Species Survival Commission is in a session called preventing extinction during which we will share a new conservation initiative that we at earth optimism are really excited to be a part of. So I would definitely want to catch that. And then on Saturday following the earth optimism summit, conservation X labs will be hosting an idea thon. So you can take that newfound earth optimism from our two and a half days and use it to hone in on creative conservation solutions.
0: Good, good. Um, I think this will be especially important to just kind of always circle back to that earthoptimism.si.edu website to, to really see each one of those programs. And Brian Quill, I, I you mentioned kind of the, the young people and, and their involvement. I, I think my audience is going to be very excited about this intergenerational kind of idea that, that really is going on at Earth Optimism. But tell us a little bit more about the youth involvement and what's planned there
1: sure yeah so there's a lot of uh, youth involvement there are just so many youth leaders now i think everybody's you know it's hard to, to um to not be aware of all the uh youth leadership and activity happening around the globe with global strikes and um and lots of spokespeople like um like greta thunberg and so we're going to be highlighting them in many ways there'll be youth speakers in many of the panels and then we'll have a panel that's dedicated just to youth speakers and what it is like to be a youth leader. And you know, these are the people who are who have contributed the least to climate change, and yet they're gonna be impacted the most. And so it's an interesting perspective, right? And um, they're also the people who are gonna shape our future. These are the, the visionaries who are gonna make the, the new future, whatever that looks like, they're gonna be the ones leading that, right? And they are um, in the best position to do that because they're resilient, they're energetic, they're artistic, um, they're adaptive. And so hearing from them, you know, they're very inspired, they're resolute, Um, they, uh, they're really sharp and they're building this global community that's really out front, you know, showing everybody else how it can be done, but this, this, this common purpose, shared mission, you know, coming together with one voice and really demanding change. So that's the kind of inspiration, you know, that we really want to get across and we want to infuse. And I think that people are going to find that really electrifying. Mm
0: -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I just get this sense from both of you about, um, just a, a real sense of energy, as you say, just electrifying. So I'm personally very excited, but give us a little, you know, give us a little boost here. What, what are you both most optimistic about out of the event and then kind of in our near term future?
1: Um I'll just say, I mean, for the event, so I, I participated, I was one of the um, organizers as well for our inaugural 2017 event. And, you know, for me, even though I was involved deeply in the planning all along, you know, it just, you couldn't tell what it was quite going to be like because nothing else had been done like that before. And I walked away with it, you know, from that just really charged up and and so was everybody else. And I think we're going to have the same impact this time. Um, And we know that, you know, good storytelling is really powerful. And so we've designed this to be a very dynamic and engaging program. So I'm sure, you know, people are going to find it to be very stimulating and entertaining as well as inspiring and thought provoking. And then, you know, everybody's talking about we're, we're all experiencing the shared experience of COVID-19 crisis. Mm-hmm. And one has to wonder, if you know, could could this be a turning point that the climate crisis urgently needs? You know, we may not emerge from our homes to a new world that's ready to go entirely green, but there has been a tremendous co-opting of the crisis narrative to help people think differently or anew about how to respond to the crisis and so to the climate crisis. And so, um, you know, I would just encourage everybody to tune in and learn about environmental solutions and how they can participate. So, We're all mobilized for that big change, you know, which is happening now. And hopefully it's going to rapidly accelerate soon.
0: Mm -hmm. Thank you. Kat, how
1: about you?
2: Yeah, I totally agree with Brian. And I just want to amplify that importance of good storytelling and conservation. That's really the key element that takes heavy science and transforms it into something that captures an audience and compels them to get involved And we have so many amazing storytellers as part of our event. And I know that's exactly what people need right now to find a little spark of hope in these otherwise really uncertain times.
0: Thank you both. And really best to both of you too. This is a big deal. Uh, Again, I really want to... Uh, Just emphasize to our audience, earthoptimism.si.edu. Again, we're going to put links to everything. We're going to put links to where you can find out more information about the event, about Kat Kutz from Communications for Earth Optimism and Brian Coyle. Both of you, good luck with this event. We will catch up to you on the other side, but thanks for your time today.
2: Yeah, thanks so much, Paul. Thanks for having me again.
1: Thank you. It was a lot of fun.
0: My thanks to Kat Kutz and Brian Coyle today for joining us to talk about Earth Optimism and how the global conservation movement has reached a turning point. We are all aware, and it has been well-documented, the fast, pace of habitat loss, the growing number of endangered and extinct species, and the increasing speed of global climate change. Yet, while the seriousness of these threats cannot be denied, there are a growing number of examples of improvements in the health of species and ecosystems, along with benefits to human well-being, thanks to our conservation actions. Earth Optimism celebrates a change in focus from problem to solution, from a sense of loss to one of hope in the dialogue about conservation and sustainability. Join me in supporting and attending the Earth Optimism Digital Summit. Again, check out earthoptimism.si.edu for more information. My thanks to you, always my wonderful Not Old Better Show audience. Remember, stay safe, everyone. Practice smart social distancing and talk about better. The Not Old Better Show. Thanks, everyone.